Next is sonnet 18. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Let's recite the sonnet. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Thou art more lovely and more temperate. Rough winds do shake the darling buds of May, and summer's lease hath all too short a date. Sometime too hot the eye of heaven shines, and often is his gold complexion dimmed, and every fair from fair sometime declines, by chance or nature's changing course untrimmed. By this eternal summer shall not fade, nor lose possession of that fair thou owest, nor shall death brag thou wanderers in his shade, when in eternal lines to time thou growest. growest. So long as men can breathe or eyes can see, so long leave this and this gives life to thee. So coming to the analysis, the sonnet is a turning point in the sequence of sonnets. Sonnets 1 to 17 are mostly devoted to the exhortation of the boy to whom they want entrusted to marry and thus preserve his beauty through his child. It's a kind of self-slaughter to remain unmarried and let his graces perish with him. The urging seems sincere, single-minded and superfine with all the poetic powers, diction, imagery, argument summoned up for effect. But in the process of the poet throwing himself into the pursuit of the boy, he seems to have succumbed to a fascination for the boy so that apparently he has fallen in love with him. A friendship the borders on passionate love. It is this change over from admirer to a lover the 18th sonnet suggest. The sonnet falls into unusual structure of three chord rhymes plus a concluding couplet with the rhyme scheme ABAB, CDCD, EFEF, GG. At the end of the second chord rhyme, there is a change over to a counterpointed thought. This change is not unlike the change we find in the Epitrarchan sonnet, which changes the mood in the ninth line. The first two chord rhymes from an extended simile containing a description of a summer's day to which the boy is compared, carefully observed, changes in the summers are pressed into serve. Though in England is the loveliest climate with the warmth of the sun in the usually cold country, but the boy is lovelier. Summer's loveliness is marred by rough winds which shake the pretty buds of May. Summer is short-lived. The sun sometimes is very hot, his golden face is darkened by clouds, beauty fades either by accident or in the course of nature. So by contrast, the youth eternal summer will never fade, he will not lose his beauty. Death brings no threat to him as long as he is celebrated in poetry. As long as men have eyes to see, the poem will live and the youth will live on in the poem. The concluding couplet is the usual assertion of the immortality of poetry. Shakespeare has written in another song, Not all the gilded monuments of princes shall outlive this powerful rhyme. In black ink, me still shine bright. My love shall in my verse ever shine bright.